Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. This morning, election mode. The Prime Minister heading to Victoria to reveal his electric vehicle strategy. Rapid results. Victorian schools rolling out self-testing kits. Testing times. HSC exams in New South Wales, but masks will stay on. And a concerning new angle being pursued in the Cleo Smith investigation. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. We're being told the cost of buying and running an electric car will come down under a plan to be unveiled by the federal government today. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. This follows the Prime Minister's recent commitment to net zero. Yes, it does, Jody. And Scott Morrison is on a mission to sell his new climate policy. Today, he'll unveil the government's new future fuels and vehicle strategy as part of his plan to drive down emissions. Electric vehicles are a big part of that, and to encourage more people to buy them, the Prime Minister will pledge $178 million for more charging stations, both for public and private use. But there's no money for subsidies or any tax incentives. Now, Scott Morrison began his net zero sales pitch in Newcastle yesterday, where he took a swing at WA Premier Mark McGowan for not sticking to the national reopening plan. Once you go over 80% and you keep things locked down, you are doing more harm than good to your economy. You are actually putting a price on Australians um, when when you continue to put heavy restrictions on your economy... So six months out from the polls, Jody, but the PM is clearly already getting into election mode. Seems like it. Okay, thanks, Rob. Rapid antigen testing is being introduced to schools in Victoria affected by COVID outbreaks. Tests will be distributed to all schools with isolating students to reduce time spent away from the classroom. We're cutting in time, uh, cutting half the time that a student is isolating at home. While it's feared the Melbourne Cup may have become a super spreader event with an owner of winner very elegant testing positive after attending a cup party. 
After months of uncertainty and a delay prompted by the Delta outbreak, Year 12 students in New South Wales finally begin their HSC exams today. More than 60,000 students will sit their first English paper this morning under, a, under strict COVID-safe protocols. Face masks will be mandatory. A mock funeral has been held in Adelaide to mourn the city's entertainment industry. The bizarre scenes unfolded with hospitality owners dressed in black, complete with a mock coffin and hearse, claiming ongoing restrictions have killed their livelihoods. They're calling for a ban on dancing in nightclubs and drinking while standing up to be scrapped. There's been a disturbing development in the Cleo Smith investigation. Detectives have returned to Carnarvon to determine if the four-year-old's alleged kidnapper had any help. The focus this week is uh, for us to ask whether there was anyone else involved. Um, that's why we're still here. There are reports this morning police are trying to track down a mystery woman after claims from Cleo that a female brushed her hair. A mother has been killed and four others badly injured in a horror crash at Cedar Creek in Queensland. Two four-wheel drives collided head-on at high speed last night. It's obvious by the, the impact of the collision that speed played a, a great role in this accident and um, we urge people to stick to the road conditions. The road was wet. The survivors, including the driver of the other car, were rushed to hospital. Voluntary assisted dying laws are back in the spotlight this week with a long-awaited bill to be introduced in the New South Wales Lower House on Friday. Unions, health and community groups have formed an alliance to push for reform, with the Premier indicating that he will support a conscience vote. The Sydney Opera House has been transformed in honour of the Hindu festival of Diwali. The sails were last night lit up to commemorate the five-day festival of lights and the triumph of good over evil. A Perth nurse has appeared in court after allegedly faking a COVID vaccination. Christina Benz is accused of putting a needle into a teenager's arm but failing to administer the contents. The 51-year-old then allegedly recorded another staff member as having given the vaccine. The doctor fired her on the spot and called police. She could face more charges involving between 20 and 25 other patients. Mask mandates in southeast Queensland could be eased within days. According to the state's acting chief health officer, the restriction could be relaxed as the region continues to record no cases of community transmission. It's expected Queensland will hit the 80% first dose milestone today. The Victorian Premier has been accused by former Labor power broker Adam Somurek of ignoring a misuse of electoral staff. At a Corruption Commission hearing, Somurek made the explosive claim that Daniel Andrews turned a blind eye to the infamous Red Shirts scandal. You had Anthony Byrne as the chief recruiter uh, from the right, and um, I think Daniel Andrews was organising from the left. He says the Premier was aware of branch-stacking tactics. A man is due in court today accused of orchestrating and paying for the assassination of Rebels bikey boss Nick Martin in Perth. Police say David Pye gave the order for a sniper to carry out the execution and plotted to have a woman and another senior bikey who was overseas killed as well. He allegedly paid $300,000 to the gunman. 
The first heartbreaking pictures have been released of four-year-old twins killed when a candle ignited a fire in a home near Byron Bay. The girls were staying with their father, but he wasn't inside the house at the time. Detectives haven't ruled out a criminal investigation into how the tragedy occurred. There is such joy in this image. Mum and her twin girls, Ophelia and Taro. Akira Garten was not there when they died. She couldn't protect them. Neither could their dad. The children were in his care at the time. Jimmy Wright is an aspiring politician. It's time to stand and demonstrate the very thing you wish to protect. He's run and lost at local, state and federal elections. He and his new partner were enjoying a bonfire at a neighbour's home in the Byron hinterland on Saturday night when a candle ignited a piano in the girls' room. The smoke suffocated the four-year-old twins as they slept. Detectives visited the girl's mother at her Mullumbimby home. Seven News understands her lawyer has asked detectives to examine why the children were not attended. There is no suggestion the father has done anything wrong, but investigators say they are keeping an open mind. Sources tell us inquiries will go down one of two paths, either a terrible accident or criminal negligence from anyone aware a live candle was burning on top of a piano. Akira Garten is too distressed to speak on camera. She says she does not want to say anything that impacts the investigation into her daughter's deaths. In Mullumbimby, Robert Ovadia, 7 News. The country's competition watchdog will scrutinise the sale of Sydney Airport for $32 billion. A consortium of investors led by superannuation funds, including Australian Super and Q Super, has put forward the offer. The airport's board of directors has unanimously recommended that shareholders should accept the deal at a meeting to be held early next year. But the ACCC has already begun taking submissions against the takeover. A beach box on Victoria's Mornington Peninsula has sold for an eye-watering record price. The tiny structure fetched a staggering $650,000. An exclusive location with beach views and a premium price tag to match. You might not be able to live in one, but these beach boxes are hot property on the Mornington Peninsula. We have a list of buyers which are interested in purchasing on South Beach before it would even hit the market. This one in Mount Martha just sold for $650,000. Well, that's the price of a house, isn't it? No, I'm not surprised at all. Why? Oh, I live here. <laughs> it's the most beautiful part of the world. I love it. The cost of the beach box works out to $26,000 per square metre. At that rate, an average size home would be worth almost $6 million. A lot of people that have come down this way over the last, you know, five, ten years have always said to us, it's reminiscent of the Amalfi Coast. There's just 1,200 of these colourful sheds dotted from Mount Eliza to Portsea and they rarely come up for sale. Quite often, uh, boxes along the peninsula have notes put under their doors uh, asking if they're for sale. There's only so many of them. They're not being built anymore. Right now, anyone can buy a bathing box here in Mount Martha. But if the Mornington Peninsula Shire has its way, then soon only local ratepayers will be allowed to secure a slice of this paradise. We're Australian. This is, this is Crown land and we're Australian, uh, I think it should be open to all Australians if they want to uh, purchase a beach box for, for their holidays. Mount Martha South is a bit of paradise, so it's probably worth it. Sonia Marinelli, 7 News. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading slightly higher this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE fell. Germany's DAX also lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords finished slightly down, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,825 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 82 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 74.27 US cents, 84 Japanese yen, and a dollar three New Zealand. There's more bad news for Facebook this morning, with leaked documents showing Australian teenagers are shunning Instagram. Internal research shows a dramatic slump in use by young Aussies, down 9% to 36 minutes a day over six months. The research also found Facebook has been rejected by young users as they look for uplifting and motivating content. Instead, they're using SMS, iMessage or Zoom to connect with friends or family. Barack Obama has addressed the Global Climate Summit in Glasgow after receiving a rock star welcome. The former US president says the world has to step up and it has to step up now. If we don't act and act boldly, it's going to be too late. This is not something that's 10 or 20 or 30 years down the road. This is now. Mr Obama also criticised China and Russia for a lack of urgency in tackling climate change. American rapper Travis Scott is being sued over the deadly crush at his Texas music festival. Eight people died and hundreds were injured after a stampede at Astroworld. About 50,000 people were in the audience when the crowd surged towards the stage. One injured concertgoer has accused Scott and surprise performer Drake of inciting the crowd. Several criminal investigations are also underway. There's been another mishap on the set of Alec Baldwin's movie Rust just weeks after its cinematographer was accidentally killed. A crew member could lose his arm after being bitten by a deadly brown spider while packing up the production. He has undergone several operations. Investigations are still underway into the death of Helena Hutchins with claims the gun handed to Alec Baldwin may have been deliberately loaded with live ammunition by a disgruntled crew member. South African Paralympic champion Oscar Pistorius could be considered for parole after serving half his sentence for murdering his girlfriend. The athlete shot dead Reva Steenkamp in 2013 when he fired four times through the locked door of his ensuite bathroom. Pistorius claimed he mistook Steenkamp for a burglar but was found guilty of murder. Before he can be considered for parole, Pistorius must take part in a meeting with Steenkamp's parents. The beloved Sesame Street character Big Bird has ruffled some feathers after encouraging children to get the COVID vaccine. Let's go live to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. Big Bird's tweet has opponents calling foul. Morning, Jody. Yes, the uh, eight-foot-two Muppet is uh, certainly causing something of a flap among right-wing politicians here in uh, the United States. Look, this uh, seemingly innocuous and very clearly fictional announcement came over the weekend with Big Bird tweeting, I got the COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me 
and others healthy. Now, such as the state of discourse in this country, Big Bird's announcement quickly became a lightning rod for criticism and political attacks. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz from Texas has been leading that charge. He called it government propaganda for your five-year-old, even tweeting this image of a menacing Big Bird kicking down a door with the caption, Big Bird coming over to vaccinate your kids. Now, uh, this scaremongering approach from a senator who himself is fully vaccinated. Look, Sesame Street has been addressing COVID-19 throughout the pandemic, teaching kids about washing hands and wearing masks. And this latest development came after vaccines were approved for children aged 5 to 11 here in the United States. And Big Bird there getting some pretty high level support from President Joe Biden, who replied, getting vaccinated is the best way to keep your whole neighbourhood safe. Jodie? Wow. OK, David Woodward. Thank you. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. To sport and the Australian men's cricket team will tour Pakistan for the first time since 1998. The Aussies will spend a month in the subcontinent next year, playing three tests starting on March 3 before three one-dayers and a T20. Australia have avoided touring Pakistan over the years due to security fears. Australia and Pakistan will also face off in the T20 World Cup semi-finals on Friday morning. There wasn't much to celebrate for India in their final T20 World Cup clash against Namibia. Knocked out of the tournament already, the Indians made sure that there weren't going to be any surprises in Virat Kohli's last game as T20 captain. The cricketing giants needing only 15.2 overs to cruise to a nine-wicket win. And Cricket Australia has launched the inaugural league-wide First Nations round for the Big Bash and Women's Big Bash, showcasing and celebrating Indigenous culture. Players will wear specially designed playing strips to mark the occasion. A new era has started at the West Tigers, but with a familiar face. The Tigers' 2005 Premiership winning coach Tim Sheens has arrived to begin as the club's director of football. Axed Tigers star Joey Leilua thinks that it'll make a big difference. How many Premiership has he won? Make sure that you know, he's there, he's going to be there for them to um, help them get to where they want to be. The Tigers will suit up for pre-season next Monday. Australia's most successful golfers been honoured with a trophy in her name. The Kari Webb Cup will be contested this January at Royal Queensland. 24 of our best female golfers, headlined by major winner Hannah Green, will play alongside the men at the rescheduled Australian PGA. Women's golf obviously has their fan base and men's golf has theirs. And, you know, sometimes there's a crossover, but I think... Um, when, when men and women play together, um, everyone gains new fans. 
US Open champ Jeff Ogilvie and Min Woo Lee have been confirmed for the men's event. Both winners will both will receive equal prize money, $180,000. An auction of hundreds of items belonging to late British singer Amy Winehouse has raised more than $5 million for charity. The dress worn by Winehouse during her final stage performance in 2011 has smashed pre-sale estimates, selling for more than $300,000. All proceeds from the sale will go towards a foundation set up in Winehouse's memory, which helps young people suffering from addiction. To the weather now, partly cloudy in Brisbane today, heading for a top of 29 degrees. A possible shower, 24 the top in Sydney. Partly cloudy, 23 in Canberra. Becoming cloudy in Melbourne, 20. Showers developing, 18 degrees the top in Hobart. A late evening shower in Adelaide, 22. A few showers in Perth, 22 the top as well. And a possible shower or storm in Darwin, heading for 34 degrees. And that's 7 Early News.